You see, the issue is not can you have influence. It's with whom and what kind of influence that you're having. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I want to talk about stewardship for a minute. Now, stewardship, I don't really like the word. It sounds like an old word. In fact, it is an old English word that means management. And a little more modern version of stewardship that I would like was what Elvis used to call TCB. How many knows what that is? What is that? Taking care of business. That's right. The truth is our Father God, who is responsible for everything that we have, He expects us to be good stewards or managers of what He's given us. Now, I haven't always been a very good steward with money. When I was a little boy, I was, I was, if I was given any money, I would run down to the corner store and buy an RC cola and a corny dog. <laughs> and my brother would always uh, usually save his money. But I love corny dogs. I still have to resist the urge to buy one every time I pass the Sonic drive-in. But most of the time, we think stewardship is just about managing our money. But you see, it's much more than that. It's just as important to be a good steward with other things in our life as it is with our money. And God requires us to be good stewards with everything that we have control of. That's how he can fulfill his purpose for our life. How many know that God has a purpose for your life? You know, the Lord didn't create anything without a purpose. Even though I'm pretty sure that mosquitoes and guacamole came pretty close to being an accident because I'm not sure that they have a purpose. <laughs> but, let, but God definitely has a purpose for you. And one of the most important things that we have to be a good steward with is our influence. And influence is the power to affect how someone else acts or thinks or feels. God actually commands us to use our influence for good. The Lord said, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. So he was saying, don't hide the truth from the people. Don't hide it. Share it. The Lord tells the disciples, you are the salt of the earth. Why why would he say that? Well, what does salt do? do. It seasons. It preserves. To most of us, it improves the food. So being the salt of the earth means we're supposed to make a difference in those we come in contact with and those that we mix with. God also expects us to be the influencer and not the influencee. The word says in Jeremiah that we are to influence them and don't let them influence you. And we hate to admit it, But we know that we let the world sometimes influence us. I mean, what does it say that the best movie 45 years ago was The Sound of Music? 
25 years ago, the best movie was Chariots of Fire. Do you remember that one? Now, the most popular movies the last few years is about teenage vampires and a boy wizard named Harry. So what can we do to be a steward of influence? We can start by recognizing who our circle of influence is. Practically everyone we come in contact with can be influenced in some way. Our family, our friends, co-workers, neighbors. You see, the issue is not can you have influence. It's with whom and what kind of influence that you're having. And then we have to develop our skills of influence. And you can get these skills by reading the word and by praying for wisdom. If only more politicians would try this method of influencing people, I think they'd be more successful. The word says, for the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. And finally, if we want to make a difference in the world by influencing people, we can take a stand on the things that matter. We need to realize that what we do speaks much louder than what we say. Many people aren't influenced by what they hear as much as by what they see. Some people are hard to get to. I know a lot of people that are hard to get to. There's an old saying, some people's minds are like concrete. They're thoroughly mixed up and permanently set. Our friend Brent will understand that one. It's in the concrete business. But those hard-to-get-to people will have to see you live a righteous life before you, before you can influence them. So here's the point. So being a good steward isn't just about managing your financial affairs. It's about appreciating the goodness and blessings of God so much that it becomes your personal mission statement that you want to share with the world. And I believe that when we prove we can be good stewards over some of what God has given us. And when we des desire to be good stewards with all God has given us. Then that's when God wants to give us more of everything for us to be good stewards over. Did you know that God has provided a roadmap to a blessed and successful life? Stay tuned to hear a few simple principles on achieving success. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Now, I know some people don't really like anybody talking about money and finances in church because they're conditioned to think that it always leads back to promoting the offering. And even though it's true that there's a connection between pleasing God and good stewardship, it's also true that God intentionally provides a roadmap to a blessed and successful life that starts with these very simple principles. You see, God really wants to bless you and me with a prosperous and abundant life. The Lord said, for I know I have made plans for you 
plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you hope and a future. That means he wants us to make money, and he wants us to use money wisely. And his word is just full of information about how to deal with money. God tests us, and he teaches us through all the issues that we already have with money. Did you know that over 1,600 verses in the Bible have to do with money and finances? Over 500 verses actually include the words money, riches, or wealth. And one of the treasures that God has blessed us with in his word is the wisdom of Solomon in the book of Proverbs. Solomon became the wisest and the wealthiest man the world has ever known. And I don't even have time right now to tell you about the scope of his wealth. But I want to share with you a few of Solomon's secrets to successfully manage your finances. But just so you know, they're not secrets. They're in the book. They're in the Word of God. So here you go. The first secret to being successful with money is to understand your present financial condition. Or another way that I say it is know your dough. Now, this may sound a little ridiculous to some people, but believe me, this is the biggest problem that people have. But you can't be a good steward unless you know what it is you have to be a steward of. Solomon said, be sure you know the condition of your flocks. Give careful attention to your herds. Well, back then, that's, that's what they had to trade with was livestock. At our place of business, we take our financial position very serious. We can't afford not to know where we stand with thousands of products in inventory. We get concerned if we can't find every item. And it's not because one missing flashlight will make a difference. It's because we know we aren't a good shepherd if one sheep goes missing. Because if one can get away, then who knows how many others can. That's the mindset that we need about our money. Not to hoard it or to be greedy or obsessive about it, but so we can have command over it. And I believe everyone wants to be a good steward with their money. But if you don't dig in until you know where you really are in your finances, you simply can't expect God or any of his principles of prosperity to apply to you. Because in, effect, in, in some ways, you don't even know how to pray for your finances. Okay, the next secret that Solomon shared with us is this. And I, I call it this. You have to stash some cash. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. Solomon says, go to the ant and consider its ways and be wise. The ant has no commander, no ruler, yet it stores up its provisions in summer and it gathers its food at harvest. So Solomon is saying that even bugs know how to save money. Even insects have that down. Now, 85% of Americans say they have no savings. And that means most of us don't either. For most of us, the demands to maintain our lifestyle makes us feel like saving money is impossible. 
Because it seems like we pay everybody in the world, but it can never, never pay ourselves. And that's what Solomon's simple wisdom is. We need to pay ourselves. We have to treat ourselves just like we do an important bill to pay. We have to prioritize our money to do that on a regular basis. That's what the ant does because he knows there'll come a time when he's going to need it. And finally, the most telling secret Solomon reveals about successful living is for us to tithe. And I call this secret tithe and thrive. He said, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruit of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled with overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Now, listen to me. Solomon lived this kind of life. He honored God in that way. And he witnessed prosperity like no one before or since. So I have to say, he's a very credible source for this simple piece of advice, tithing. Now, I don't know anyone who's talked about tithing more than me around here for a long time. But the more I do, the more clear it's become to me that tithing is one of the best ideas God ever had to reveal the commitment and character of a believer. And I know that you may have heard these secrets before. But here's the reason that I'm reminding you of them today. How serious can God take us in our prayers to bless us financially when we don't take ourselves seriously enough to take advantage of the simple principles he's already given us? And I know that God wants to pour out his blessings on his people today. And when we show the Lord what we've learned from the word, how to count our flock And how to learn how to save and honor him in obedience with our tithes. Then we are already living in the grace where something good will happen in Jesus' name. And when it does, when it does happen, you'll know it was no secret why it did. Are you struggling financially? Did you know that God has promised to supply the needs of his children? Up next, hear how God miraculously provided for a Christian college that was facing bankruptcy. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. 
I want to encourage you in your finances this morning. You know, when it's time for the offering each Sunday, we know that it's meant to be a time to show our thanks to God for what we have and for us to show some discipline in our giving. But to be honest, offering time can also be a reminder of what we can't do and of what we don't have and of the financial stress we may be going through. Well, when that happens, I want to tell you that we have to resist that negative line of thinking because it can rob us of the joy we receive from honoring God in our giving. You see, what we can't give and what we don't have doesn't have any bearing at all on our ability to be blessed from giving what we can give of what we do have. And you know, sometimes it takes faith to do that. And you know what? That's the way it's supposed to be. So you should never get discouraged at offering time because it's meant to be a time of worship no matter what financial condition you're in. In fact, it's a great time to just stand on God's promises and trust him for financial provision in your life. And I'm talking about promises like this one. Guys, put this up. Let me show you. Say this with me. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. What a promise. Praise the Lord. So how are we to react? When we hear one of God's promises like this, when we are just hanging on financially, are we going, are we doing something wrong? Or do we just not understand God's message? Well, the answer, of course, is no. You're not being punished, and God's promises will always stand. It's just that with every promise, there's a premise. And the premise is that you have to have the faith to stand on his promise. Listen, in that one promise, that verse in Philippians that we just said, is everything you need to build your faith and see God supply your every need. Just remember these three things. First, he is the God who is personal. Dan just said it a few moments ago. It says, my God shall supply. That means it's personal. Paul said, he's my God. Sometimes we should all just declare he is my God to ourselves and our circumstances. Amen. And then remember this, that he is the God who makes promises and keeps them. It says, my God shall supply. It doesn't say he might supply, but he shall supply. And God always keeps his promises, but he wants us to stand on them when we're staring at a need and then watch him work things out on our behalf. And finally, remember that he is the God who is powerful, powerful. It says he shall supply all your needs. God won't leave you hanging. There's not one legitimate need in your life that God is unable to respond to. He's already aware of your need, and he's just waiting for you to trust him to supply all of them.
Listen to this. Years ago, the Dallas Theological Institute was facing bankruptcy. And the creditors were set to foreclose at 12 noon on a particular day. That morning, the founders of the school met in the president's office to pray that God would intervene in the situation. One of those men who prayed was the famed Bible teacher and author named Harry Ironside. When it was his turn to pray, Brother Ironside prayed, Lord, the Bible says you own the cattle on a thousand hills. Please, Lord, sell some of them and send us the money. While they were praying, a cattle rancher strolled into the school office. He approached the secretary. Howdy, ma'am, he says. I just sold two carloads of cattle over in Fort Worth. And I feel that God wants me to give this money to the seminary. I don't know if you need it or not, but here's the check. The secretary took the check into the room where the men were praying. When the secretary handed the check to the president, it was the exact amount needed to pay the bank. The president recognized the signature as a cattleman, and he said, Harry, God sold some cattle. Praise the Lord. God will supply your need this morning. It's not unusual for us to have problems. And it's certainly normal for us to have financial problems. But God has a purpose behind every problem, and one of them is for us to learn to trust him. We can't let financial problems, problems get us down, and we have to keep praying, and we have to keep trusting God because he's promised he'll take care of us. Just remember this final thing. When you're going through a financial problem, the Lord said, in this world, you will have some trouble. But he said, take heart, for I have overcome the world. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. Or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.